remember when I promised yesterday that today's episode would be about baseball, about actual baseball and not payrolls and finances? Well, I lied, as it turns out. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dayan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Blame this episode on one of our listeners, Jamie McCormick, who's also a longtime subscriber to DK Pittsburgh Sports. Jamie sends me an email, this is last night, that says, I can't wait to hear your response to this. And this would be a link to an ESPN article covering Major League Baseball's general managers meetings that are currently taking place out in Carlsbad, California. Don't confuse these with the winter meetings. The GM meetings are generally not a big deal, and they're only covered by, like, the biggest media outlets anywhere. And the reason for that is only the biggest media outlets anywhere have any interest in this. Because, you know, you know why. So Boris gets everybody around him. I, I've covered these things. I've seen what they're like. All the reporters huddle around Scott, and Scott's got something to say. This is usually in a hotel lobby or whatever. And just just wait. I'm going to totally ruin your morning with this. Boris begins by saying that the sport of baseball has become the victim of a, quote, competitive cancer caused by teams unloading veterans to accumulate draft picks, and that the Atlanta Braves' World Series title that was just won was the direct result of tanking. Interrupting here. He says this as if it's a bad thing. This is what a team did, and the Braves did regress payroll on purpose. They built up internally. They had a bunch of really uh, high-end prospects brought into their system. And then at the trade deadline, and you recall that when they lost Ronald Acuna Jr. right after their series here at PNC Park this summer, their season was considered to be over the Braves, but they went and they got really aggressive at the trade deadline. They added a bunch of high-end guys, veterans. You know how they were able to do that, the Braves? Because they didn't overload their payrolls on existing free agents or overpriced Scott Boris-type free agents. They had payroll flexibility, and when they needed it, they went and used it at the deadline where they'd only have to pay a prorated portion of that player's salary. They did nothing wrong. I don't care if you hate the Braves, if you hate the chop, if everything about the Braves makes you think of that guy whose name shall never be spoken on this show running toward home plate in 1992. They did it right. The Braves did it right. And you have this guy. This guy saying, wait, 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 I'm not even, I haven't even gotten warm yet here. More from Boris. This is the Easter Bunny delivering rotten eggs. He said this about the Braves. 
Every team says, I need to do this because it's my only option. Knowing I can't reach a divisional crest, I can't get in the playoffs. I don't know what the hell that means, but I hate it. We have seen the championship in 60 days, he continues. The rules allow them to be a less than 500 team at August 1 and add four players, five players from teams that no longer wanted to compete and for very little cost change the entirety of their team and season. Interrupting again, the part that bugs him is that the Braves did it at very little cost and therefore at very little benefit to the Boris Corporation. And yes, it's actually called the Boris Corporation. But going back to Boris here, and we saw this unfold to the detriment of teams that create at vast expense planning and intellect and won over a hundred games. In doing all this, we have now created an understanding that a fan would not know who the true team is until, frankly, the trading deadline. End quote. Mind blown. Notice that the first thing that he says about the teams that he considers to be the ones worthy of a championship is expense, at vast expense, planning and intellect and won over a hundred games, i.e. the Dodgers. It infuriates the agents, in particular this one, when the Dodgers don't win at all because the Dodgers need to be the shining symbol. Because if everyone is spending to the Dodgers level, as if anyone else can, because only the Dodgers have that local TV contract, then everything's okay because then everyone's knocking at the door of the Boris Corporation and saying, Oh, Scott, please, can we have Garrett Cole? Please, we will offer you any price. We will wine and dine you. We will have you come and personally sit with our owner, something Boris himself told me once that really bothered him about Pittsburgh. said that it really got under his skin that Bob Nutting had never asked for a meeting with him. Why the hell should he? Why should any owner? Regardless of what you think of Nutting, what the hell is that all about? Boris, continuing here, blames the turn toward tanking on restraints that were imposed on amateur spending in 2012. And that was right around the time that the Pirates themselves were the ones blowing up the draft system, and Boris was fighting it like crazy. Remember that? And fighting with the Pirates. So as soon as teams had any kind of cap on their spending, he saw that as the problem. He sees the Braves in a not exactly small market winning the World Series as a problem because of their methodologies. He sees the Rays competing in the AL East as a problem because they're starting to become the standard bearer for teams like the Pirates and now a whole lot of others, including the A's and the Reds and other teams that are whacking their payrolls down and doing the same thing. 
Here's my question back to Boris. What did you think was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen when one team ended up with a $300 million payroll and started showing up in the World Series or the League Championship Series every single year? What did you think the rest of the teams were going to do? Just sit there and take it? Say, oh, well, this is our lot in life? No, they were going to try to beat the system. The Rays haven't won the World Series, but the Rays have beaten the system. You can take that to the bank. They're costing the Yankees and the Red Sox a lot of money. They're also costing the Yankees and Red Sox a lot of frustration. And in turn wondering, I'm sure, why they're spending all this money. No one likes to spend money that they don't have to. I don't care if you're Jeff Bezos. You don't want to spend money that you don't need to. Things are changing, and it's rendering this particular individual moot, and that's what's bothering him. But I am here to tell you that this fight, if anyone cares to engage in it other than me, this fight won't be an easy one. Because this union is wrapped around Boris's finger. And it has been for a long time. And if you doubt me on that, and if you think that's just some intangible thing that I'm throwing out there, understand that five of the eight players on Major League Baseball Players Association's executive committee are Boris clients, and that's not an accident. He will always get what he wants. And he will watch the whole thing burn before he accepts a cap. And that's why he is the problem. He is the reason that baseball is in the situation that it is. Not just in Pittsburgh, but like you heard from Boris himself in one of these quotes I just read you, more than half of the teams in the league. Well, maybe more than half of the teams in the league need to get their collective act together and start toughening up a little bit and do something about this. And that begins with the local owner, with Bob Nutting. When we come back, just one question. Just one question, and that is brought to you always by North Shore Tavern, directly across Federal Street from PNC Park, home of Steak on a Stone, home of a dedicated, proud, small Pittsburgh business. I say that in the fondest possible way because I know Mike Zukic's backstory in having opened up Mike's Beer Bar, which is right next door. And then, because of the success of Mike's adding North Shore Tavern on with a different look, a different feel, but all of the same processes, I can give you all kinds of phraseology and everything else for why you should go down to North Shore Tavern, and all of them would be accurate. But there are times when I just want to step back and share with you that this is a 
proud business owned and operated right down there by himself every day a proud individual check out north shore tavern directly across federal street from pnc park today's j1q comes from michael and he asks so dk what could possibly happen or what needs to happen for major league baseball to get a salary cap system is a lengthy lockout needed see how much of a liar i am like (laughs) i told you today was going to be about baseball nobody wanted it so this is what we're doing this is what we're doing and yes i picked this question on purpose it'll be bloody beyond belief what would have to happen for a salary cap system or something similar to come into being because when you hear these quotes when you hear people talking the way Boris was in those quotes that I read to you in the opening segment that's that's peeling the layer back so you can see and hear how these people really think he is not the outlier He's the problem, but he's not the outlier. The people governing baseball, the people governing baseball's players' union, see everything through the prism of big markets first. If the big markets are competitive, if they're doing well, they make more than enough money to compensate from what doesn't come from the Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Milwaukee, Baltimore, Tampa, whatever else. So they don't care. They legitimately don't care about competitive balance in any form. And what they do in turn is they paint everyone in these markets as being not just irrelevant, but not even interested in competing. Not even interested in competing. And you know what? I'll bet to some extent that's true. I know I haven't seen nearly enough fire from Bob Nutting to swing back to that subject. But this is where I want to see it. This is where I want to see it. You know, if he adds to the payroll, you know, I've been calling for a $70 million payroll, $20 million increase, and almost everybody will base what they think about Bob Nutting in 2022 on that one thing. Not me. Not me. I want to see blood and fire. If you get right down to it, If you look at baseball's economic system being as screwy as it is, and you look at the, I was going to say criticism, it's not criticism, it's outright hatred that happens in this market toward the owner of the Pittsburgh Pirates, he should be the one freaking out over this. Because that thing's destroyed him. He has no reputation in this city. He can't pass this thing on through his family and expect that there's going to be some sort of change locally in the approach or the faith in the ownership. He should be the one who's livid about this. He should be the one speaking out about it. He should be the one taking significant action. I mean, I've I've heard people suggest, you know, that when the Yankees come to town in 2022, assuming there is a season next year, that the Pirates should just lock them out. Lock them out. Tell them to stay outside. 
You can't have a game tonight. All that money that you're collecting tonight from the Yes Network, all that money that you're collecting that we don't see a penny of while you just dump all over us, you can't get it if you can't play a game. And you know what? You can't play a game if you can't play us tonight. So stay outside. Stay outside. And if you don't like this, you and the Dodgers and the Red Sox and a couple other teams are free to go form your own freaking league and see how that works. Ask the soccer teams in Europe that just tried it. Y'all, oh, don't... Who gets me started on this subject? This is not morning material. Nobody wants somebody yelling at them in the mornings, right? Tomorrow, for real, for sure. I swear, for baseball. We'll talk then, maybe. <laughs>